no doubt that David was a very successful man in Scripture, but David was not always successful. He had successes, yes, but David also had sins. He repented of those sins, but there were devastating consequences that lasted over 20 years of his life. Welcome back to the Pass It On weekly podcast. You guys uh, are amazing for showing up here this morning, but uh, let's get right to it, okay? So for the benefit of those of you listening who maybe are listening for the first time, uh, let me catch you up on kind of where we're at. We are discussing the life of David, and if you've missed uh, a week or a few weeks of the study, we started out by giving you three words. Uh, those three words were successes, sins, and stresses. And we said that you put David in front of all three of those things. Things David had success in his life, but he also had sins and stresses in his life. And the books of First and Second Samuel give a pretty good account of David's life, and we can get acquainted with David through those books. So why are we looking at David's life? David's importance in biblical history is huge. Paul, in the book of Acts, eulogizes David in this way. He says that God testified concerning him, I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. What I mean, what an amazing eulogy. I would love for that to be, at the end of my life, what people say about me, that, that I was a man after God's own heart, and that I did everything that I could uh, to do everything that God wanted me to do. And it's such a huge thing to say about David. David is mentioned in the Bible in over 62 chapters of Scripture. Over a thousand verses are dedicated to this guy, David. He's mentioned more often than any person in the Bible except for Jesus Christ. And so all of these chapters that are devoted to David, all of these things that are said about David, we have to take note of the incredible life that David lived. Uh, a few takeaways from the past weeks that we've gone over, the, the couple big ideas that we've talked about that I wanted you guys to hang on to was was number one, David had some defining moments, some key moments of success in his life. He had some major success. And we said that you can't know when those defining moments are going to happen. They sneak up on us. And we can't know when they're going to take place. But preparing for them is the key to having a successful defining moment. And preparation uh, for those defining moments happens when no one's watching and when no one else sees. The Bible says that David was a skillful musician and he, he really honed that skill and he got a, a major chance to use that skill in front of King Saul. Saul uh, was tormented by, by just some, some amazing things that were going on in his life and some spiritual things that were going on in his life and David was called upon to soothe the king with his skillful uh, music. And that was a big moment in David's life. It really was a defining moment in David's life. And, and 
All of us know about this other defining moment that David had in his life when he brings his brothers some food uh, to check up on him, and all of a sudden he gets put in the middle of this huge battle, and he battles this giant, Goliath, uh, and he has another defining moment in his life. Uh, he prepared for that moment when no one else was watching. He would he would battle these bears, and he would battle uh, all of these uh uh, predators that would be coming after the flock at night and he he killed them off and so here's David he's put at the front line of battle to face down Goliath and he had no idea that morning when he woke up that that was going to be a defining moment in his life one of the other things that uh, we talked about over the past few weeks was that David had a fire for the Lord after he won that battle with Goliath he was put uh, at the front lines of battle, and he was a he was a valiant warrior. And but but here's the thing about David is that he was tethered to God's will in those battles. He had no fear to go into battle uh, at all. But he used God's wisdom to win those battles. He prayed, God, is this where you want me to go? Is this are we going to win this battle? And God would tell him, David. For sure, you're going to win this battle, and here's how I want you to win. And so he would use God's wisdom, and he was fired up for Jesus. He was fired up for the Lord, and he would go into battle, and he would win. And those were defining moments in David's life. And and, and then we said last week that he understood a very key principle, something that I wanted us to really take away from that. And, and here, here's what it is. David put God first. He didn't put him second in his life. He, he didn't put him third in his life. He put him first. And we need to put him first. We need to put uh, the Lord first in our life above everything in our life. So David's life uh, demonstrated that God was everything to him. David found success when he put God first. And guys, Jesus Christ has to be number one in our life. If we're going to be people after God's own heart, we need to be putting him first in our life. And we look at the book. Uh, David uh, was uh, known for writing uh, many of the Psalms. And actually, theologians will take a look at, uh, they say that he wrote probably starting in chapter 23 of Psalm. He wrote all the way through chapter 144. Those are all written by David. And, and it really has that shepherd uh, feel to it. You look at Psalm 23 and you read verses like, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That was that was David talk, okay? He was a shepherd. And so he's writing, the Lord is my shepherd. He was putting the Lord first in his life. And no doubt, David had a successful life. But David was not always successful. In fact, he had many successes, but he also had many sins. And so I want you guys to open up your Bibles to the book of 2 Samuel chapter 11, and you guys can follow along. It's this famous chapter in the life of David where David commits this incredibly uh, just heinous uh, just thing that happens in his life, a, a major sin, a major fall in David's life. And that this is where he commits adultery with a woman named Bathsheba. And then he kills her husband, Uriah, on top of it 
in order to cover it all up. And it's just like a cringy part of scripture that I just, I hate even reading because it's looking at David's life and it just kind of turns it upside down. And though he repented of that sin, there were devastating consequences in David's life. For the next 20 to 25 years, David had a sin in his life that affected him and, and, and had consequences for the next 20 years. So David, he's about 40 years old, and uh, you know he, he, he has this terrible, tragic event that happens. And even though he's fully forgiven, even though he's fully loved by God, that moment in his life marked him. And there were devastating long-term effects in David's life, in his family, and in his country. Although the blessing of the Lord was upon David, this thing followed him for a long time. And so the next 10 chapters of the book of 2 Samuel uh, are dedicated to all of these things that affected David after that big fall. And I, I just want, this is, this is a point that I just want to stop and say, be warned. Be warned of the seriousness of disobeying the Lord. Uh, this is not just a disobedient story. This is also uh, a major story of God's grace. Uh, there was a big injury to David's life, a big injury to love. But guys, love recovered, okay? And I don't have pleasure in teaching the story, but we're going to go into a little bit of detail about this terrible sin, and we do it to our benefit. We do it uh, to approach this chapter and, and chapters after that with just a sober mind, okay? And so here's this amazing, fiery, zealous man of the Lord committed to God, and he fell. And if he could fall this way, then we could fall this way. What's to say we wouldn't do the same thing given the same circumstances that David was in? Uh, and, and guys, the grace of God, even though it covers, okay, we know that David ended up falling under the discipline of God because of this. And we ourselves will fall under God's discipline when we disobey him. But as David recovered, guys, so can we. We can recover from these big things that happen. And so the real point of the story here is to is to magnify the grace of God. Okay? Magnify God's grace in our life. And, and I just don't want us to pay that same price that David paid. I want you guys to 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 learn from David and learn from his mistakes. The story of David is it, it's a human story. It's a lesson of how to live, uh, but to hopefully make some good choices and to uh, make better choices than what David did here. And so David was dedicated. He was dedicated to the Lord, um, but God was faithful even when David fell. So here's the story, all right? David uh, is in battle, and he's battle with a group called the Ammonites. And the Ammonites we see in this chapter before, in chapter 10, uh, and David just has one victory after another. He is just going for it. He's winning all of these battles. And David has been living up to this point a victorious life, a life of 
triumph, a life of this unbroken string of triumphs. And he, he just keeps winning battle after battle after battle. But then all of a sudden, something changes. Uh, something changes in David's life. And we're going we're gonna to take a look at, at what's happening here in the book of 2 Samuel, starting in verse 1. Uh, it says this, In the spring, at the time when kings go off to war, David sent Joab out with the king's men and the whole Israelite army. They destroyed the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah. And, and that was the capital city at the time. But, but here's the key phrase, David remained in Jerusalem. And so we see something different here. We see something different with what David is doing. At that time, uh, they would take a break from war, okay? And so in the summer, uh, they would be in battle, uh, but in the winter, they would take a break. Uh, but they get back they get back going again in the summer. And it, the Bible says that in the spring of the year, these kings go back to battle. They go back to war. But but here's the difference is that David stayed behind. And there's something to learn from this. There's something to learn from this. And that's and that's this that when we get out of the battle, we're far more vulnerable to losing our battle with sin. Guys, stay in the battle. Stay engaged in seeing the kingdom of God move forward. Don't lose your momentum. Don't get out of the game. Don't get out of the battle or you're going to be vulnerable to sin. You're going to be vulnerable to falling. And so here's David. He's lived a life of uh, just so many uncontested victories, uh, unbroken victories, and he gets careless here. He just kind of assumes that he's going to win everything that he that he goes to battle for. Everything that he touches uh, is going to turn to gold. And here's David who now lets his guard down. And he lets his guard down, and, and then here's what happens. He falls, and he falls in a huge way. David gets out of the battle, and he gets into sin. And so it, it's so true in my life and in your life. When we get out of the battle, when we get out of uh, doing the things that God has called us to do, doing those, uh, doing those things that are noble, pursuing uh, the heart of God, okay, pursuing the things that are eternal, uh, when we get out of that, we are very vulnerable to sin in our life. And so don't take a season off. Um, I, I feel like I can relate to this pretty well, if I'm being honest. Like David, if I were to get out of the battle, I'd probably get into sin. God created me, and he created you to be in pursuit. Okay? And I think the vast majority of us are built that way. If we aren't in pursuit of that which is uh, of God, then we fall. We fall into sin. If we get out of the battle, if you coast, you get yourself in trouble and bad things happen. God wants us and he's made us to be engaged with the things that God is engaged in. And, and here's what happens one evening. David's home. Everyone's off to war. He pulls himself out of the battle. He stops engaging in the battle. And here's what happens. 2 Samuel chapter 11, starting in verse 2. One evening, David got up from his bed and walked around on the roof of the palace. 
From the roof, he saw a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful. So there's something different here. David, first of all, he's up like, you know, at night, okay? And guys, bad things happen at night. I'm just telling you. Uh, I picture David, uh, he's living in this big, uh, you know, uh, castle. And I, I think of it kind of like if you've ever watched the movie Aladdin, uh, everybody, all the kings had these big uh, porches in front of them. And so David walks out and he, and he has this great view of the city. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, here's David, something weird going on in his life, right? He gets up at, at, the, in, at the night and he walks outside and then it hits him. He has the opportunity to sin. Something's not right here. He looks out and he sees a woman and he sees her bathing. And guys, I'm telling you, uh, when you get out of the battle, sin will present itself. We don't have to go looking very far for sin. It's just there. And, uh, you know, obviously something's going on in David's life. He's, he's living uh, he's living differently, okay? I'm, I'm assuming that David was the type of guy that didn't stay up all night. Um, you know, and, and there's so many people that I know that just get themselves in trouble. They stay up till three in the morning watching YouTube videos, and all of a sudden, sin presents itself. And because you're vulnerable, because you pulled yourself out of the battle, you fall, and, and you fall hard. And so, uh, this is what happens here in David's life. And I want you to notice a couple things, a couple verbs that we see here, okay? David saw a woman. That was the first thing, okay? He gets up out of his bed and he saw a woman. He saw her. And then the second thing he does, he acts on it. And he was probably curious, right? And that, that gets us into trouble. We get curious about sin. We We, we wonder... Man, what could happen here? And so David, the Bible says, inquired of her. He asked about her. He was curious. He wanted to find out uh, more about this girl that he sees bathing. Uh, and, and that's dangerous. It, it seems innocent, uh, but when you feed your curiosity on something unholy, uh, you say, I'm not, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just, I'm just looking. I'm just checking it out. I'm not going to go there. It seems innocent, right? But it ends up where it's not, and it's dangerous. And so the man said, she's Bathsheba, the daughter of Iliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite. And you guys probably know the rest of the story. It just went downhill from there. David acted on his curiosity, and then it led him into 20 years or more of just consequences of that sin with Bathsheba. I want to encourage you guys tonight, really take a look at your life. Look at the things in your life that uh, just aren't quite right. You're not, you're not in the battle, okay? You pulled yourself out. You're vulnerable. Um, get back in it, guys. That's, that's the encouragement today. Get back in the battle. Don't let your guard down. Don't get careless uh, or things are just going to go bad. All right. We'll see you guys next uh, next time on Pass It On, uh, the weekly podcast. Pass It On is a ministry of Gaylord E. Free Church and the Gathering Youth Group.